0: It is September, and fall is right around the corner, and for many of us, kids are back to school. But what about for those of us that have the emptiness syndrome? What is that? I'm sure we all know. We've we've heard all of our friends and people talk about it. Well, in today's episode, we're talking about the empty nest and some tips for coping, I am Melissa Botello, and you are listening to the BizWell Podcast. All right, let's dig in. The empty nest. I'm trying to keep upbeat when I say that, right? (laughs) If you've gone through it or you will go through it, it is that feeling of almost grief and loneliness for once your kids fly the coop. Or maybe they're off to college like my son is. Let's talk about what it is, how to cope. Start with first talking about what we're going through is completely normal. And what they're doing, flying the coop, is completely normal, right? We have done our job. It's very normal and healthy for our children, our young adults, to move on. However, this, the symptoms and how we feel in the empty nest is real. So again, we've all done our job and we, we are actively encouraging our young adults, children to become independent. We are experiencing the letting go. And that can be painful. You might find it difficult to suddenly have no children at home. If you're like me, I only have one. Aunt. And so the thought of him going and the house being really quiet like it is now. That's why I took up this podcast, by the way. One of the reasons. Uh, new hobbies. We'll talk about how to cope later. But you might miss being a part of your child's daily life. They're, You know, you were their constant companion and vice versa. You might also worry intensely about their safety, and well-being. And that's me. I have to keep my mind in check all the time because of my intense worrying. You might struggle with the transition if your last child leaves the nest a little early or later than you expected. But if you only have one child or strongly identify with, with your role as a parent, you might have a particularly difficult time adjusting to the empty nest. So I think we need to go into what that syndrome is because you've heard about it, you've read about it, or you're going through it. So more importantly, how can we cope with the empty nest syndrome? So if you're experiencing feelings of sadness or emptiness, you know, take action. Don't wait. Talk to people, number one. You're not the only one going through this. There are so many people out there. Keep in touch. You can continue to be close with your child, young adult. Make an effort to maintain regular contact. We try, Dominic and I try to talk at least on Saturday mornings or Sundays I text him quite often, probably more often than he appreciates. But at least for me, just a couple words here and there once a week or a couple times a week just lets me know that he's okay. I mean, the thought of one moment he's in my home, coming home, going to bed, waking up, I know what he's doing of every minute, and then going to, I have no idea. So a little text here and there and try not to make a big thing of it because our kids really, really want to be independent but a quick just, hey, or an emoji, just so they reply back, you know that they're okay. You know, that at first will be the most that you can get, but that's all you need to know that they're safe and they're okay. So keep in touch. Secondly, seek support. If you're having difficulty time dealing with the emptiness, lean on your loved ones, on your spouse, significant other, and other close contacts for support. Share your feelings because so many people have gone through this and they can help you through it and they'll give you suggestions and you'll actually start to build up your support network. I found that after all of the years of working and parenting my life was that it was all work and all parenting and so when the parenting part went away I really found that I wanted to reconnect and I felt badly that I had lost contact or real close contact with some of the people in my life but they were going through the same thing as I was so it I reconnected, and and so really seeking that support. If you're feeling depressed, consult a doctor or mental health provider, but reach out to your friends and, and family around you. Stay positive. Think about the extra time and energy you might have to devote to your marriage, personal interest. So that's why I mentioned, so I started this podcast as a way of paying it forward, a new hobby, having something to do, some other interest outside of work. I've tried to, build my partnership. You know, we try to do more things, have date nights, have time together. So this is your time to stay positive and create the new norm. Because after your last child leaves home, it might help you to adapt to these life changes. So I actually started the podcast six months before my son went to college. So another another coping could be to connect with yourself. Did you have hobbies that you slowly gave up as parenting took over and and work life took over. The emptiness means that you have some space and time to get back in touch with the things that made you happy and brought you joy. Whether it's painting, creating music, cooking, I went back to creating flowers. I love creating bunches of joy and giving them away and doing them for events for people because that's what I love. It brings me joy. And so I started that shortly thereafter, I think Dominic went to school. With all your kids stuff gone, there's now plenty of space to store the supplies that you need to immerse yourself in activities. Another option as you are contemplating your emptiness, have a plan for an immediate adventure or fun soon after your child goes off to college. So we, I'm trying to think last year, I think it was in October, John and I planned, planned a trip to Napa. So if it's something that you want to do with your partner, your spouse, or maybe your girlfriend's, Plan something so you have something to constantly look forward to and that that will help distract your mind perhaps when you start feeling lonely and missing your young adult off at college. But nurture yourself. Be kind to yourself. Acknowledge the stress and sadness you're going through. And, you know, again, go back and share that with others because everyone has felt this in some way, some shape or form. Um, Reach out to others in the same situation. What we did the first year when my son went off to college, one of the moms who was a dear friend, Judy Simmer, who we didn't stay as close in high school because our kids went separate ways with sports and activities, but she got a group of us together and we decided we were gonna do care packages. So for Halloween or you know holidays, um, Easter, you know we found all these different holidays. We decided on five or six throughout the year. And we got together, there were five or six moms and we took turns at each other's house and every person brought one item, may it be candies, cookies, socks, you name it, Starbucks gift cards. They brought the same item, but brought six of them. So for, cause there were six moms and six boys. And so we created these care packages, which was super fun. We decorated the boxes. We had a potluck, we had wine. So it was something really fun to look forward to and really the most important thing that I got out of it was talking to other moms whose kids were away and hearing about what their kids were doing and just sharing the stress that we were all going through and it was so fun and we did that and we're going to do it again this year but we did that every 6 to 8 weeks so it was another thing to look forward to so reach out to others in the same situation what else I'm trying to think of I've done and and going to do it's it's all new this year Um, my son this year is moving into an apartment with a few other boys and I'm meeting their parents for the first time so I'm excited about making some new relationships with the uh, parents of his friends or I don't get as many updates but maybe if I'm connecting with those other parents I will learn more and feel connected and so I think that will help as well So hang in there. It's not easy, but it gets better every day, I promise. At some point, you will reflect back and go, wow, I do enjoy a little bit of quiet time. I haven't had any quiet time to myself in years. When your significant other is working or away and you have the house to yourself and you don't have to feel like you have to run home and make dinner, you can go work out for the first time and whatever it may be, but try to look at the bright side. There are some bright days ahead and your child is thriving and you've set him or her up for success with all of your hard work and dedication to parenting. So I sign off for now and I will continue this episode after I return from taking my son back to school in New York. Until then. Hello, I'm back. And this episode is being recorded after the previous portion you just listened to. So I'm back from New York where I dropped my son off at NYU in Manhattan. We had a a great week. We took things out of storage and we purchased new items. He's moving out of the dorms. And into an apartment, which is a big, big deal, especially in New York. You don't have a car, so getting around was really hard with a lot of uh, suitcases and household items. It w- it went really well. The parents of his roommates are fantastic. The mothers are truly amazing, and I feel like I am going to start relationships that could last for a long, long time, even beyond their graduation from college. So those were really positive things, and. I have to say it was really hard coming home. It was harder than dropping him off on his freshman year. Um, The week was great. I felt good. I felt positive. So did he. But the day that I was to go home, I woke up just feeling super blue and, and really sad. And I just tried to put my happy face on. And um, we went about our day and then I went to the airport and again, just feeling super sad. I got on the plane and my son sent me this really amazing, sweet, thoughtful, heartwarming text. And I just got super teary eyed and literally started to really almost ugly cry on the plane. And this wonderful woman sitting next to me, Katie. Uh, from Denver, and um, that's a whole nother story. Meeting a wonderful person on the plane, but she asked, "Are you okay?" and fighting back the tears and sniffling, told her, "I just dropped my son off at college, and I was sad." So anyway, I was very surprised by that because I did not cry his freshman year, and felt really good when I left him. So still trying to analyze a little bit of the feelings and try to understand where these feelings came from. You know, perhaps it's he's in a an apartment, and that's really new and a big step I think also sitting on the plane there was a family in front of us and there was a young baby and he was just adorable and cute and it just made me think about how literally my son was that age in a blink of an eye and it feels literally sometimes like it was yesterday that he was a two-year-old and now he's 19 and a man and living alone in an apartment in Manhattan it still just boggles my mind so I think that's probably maybe where some more the sadness came from when I saw the little baby. I'm back home. I feel great. He's thriving. He's doing well. He got all his last-minute shipments from Amazon and Wayfair. He's got his bed set up, and so I know he's doing well. So this will be an interesting second year of college, uh, second year of empty nest. I'm looking forward to some new challenges and new hobbies, and I'll continue to use the tips that I've shared with you in terms of coping and reaching out to my friends. Number one, one that are going through this for the first time, Julie. She's on my list. I'm going to be seeing her soon. I know she's doing this for the first time. and I'm going to reconnect with Judy and my other lady friends to create our care packages once again this year, a good time to bond with other moms who are in the same situation as I am. So I'd love to hear your tips. If you have any great tips for coping when you have an empty nest, Please, I'd love for you to subscribe to Biswell Podcast on iTunes or Spotify. You can drop me a note also on Instagram, Bizwell Podcast, is now on Instagram under Melissa Botello. Until next time, thanks for listening.